Kids in the New Power Generation. On News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson. I'm a member of the VFW. Johnny, are you with us? Good evening, Johnny. It's who I know. Member of Military Order Purple Heart VFW. Uh, Tom Devil, member of the Military Purple Heart on Guam. And taking care of us in the studio, we got J Jordan over there. J J Jordan. <laughs> Hi, Jordy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and start this show outright and just have all the mistakes up front, shall we? Okay. Copy that. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll say, uh, like I said, Vet Talk, News Talk K57. This is the 8th of September. Yes. Uh, just so Johnny knows what day it is. You know, he's a little slow today. How's he going to raise up? How's that? No, no, you have to do it in there. Okay. You got it? Yeah, there you go. Okay. I think you turned me off. Okay. I didn't turn... <laughs> no, no, he turned me off. Wait, where you turn it? Hey, come on now. Leave me... Oh, you sure? All right. Uh, okay. All right. Let's 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 go here. Vet Talk, News Talk, K57, September 8th. Uh, if you want to be a part of our show, our phone number is 671-477-5757. We're broadcasting on 570 AM, 96.5 FM. <clears throat> Johnny, <laughs> put your notes down. Put your notes down. Uh, let's see. Uh, websites, we are on pncguam.com, k57.com. Uh, we're also on the weather stations uh, on both Docomo and GTA. Uh, Facebook, News Talk K57. And also, we have an app for your smart devices, which is News Talk K57. I think I covered everything. Yay. Cool. All right. You're, uh, so, good. You're so good at that, and you don't even use notes. Look at this. I got notes. Yeah. Yes, I said the phone. Listen. I even put the area code in front of it there, Jordan. 
right. Um, okay. Uh, announcements. VFW Post 2917 will be having their monthly post meeting at the S. Sinahanya Mayor's Office at 6 o'clock next Tuesday. Uh, so, and we are limited to the number of people that we can have there. Um, let's see. Uh, the Gold Star Family Dinner that the Post was planning has been postponed. Okay. Um, Let's see. Other announcements. Uh, Tom, you have any announcements? You don't have any announcements? Oh, come on. All right. Johnny. Okay. I've got info on the public hearing for next week for the Gold Star family. That's September 14th, 2021 at 10 o'clock in the morning. And additional info is available upon calling. Uh, you can call me or Tim Ono or... Some other guys. But anyway, Tim's going to, uh, hopefully, he's going to come on and explain precisely what's going on. But there is one special meeting tomorrow night at, at uh, 6 o'clock with the Gold Star families down at uh, the Assen Mayor's office. See, I knew something was going down at the office down there. Yeah. Mm. It's going down tomorrow for uh, to let the Gold Star families know what the update is on the monument. And and the thing is, is this monument has been in the making since 2013. Yeah. Up until now. But it's not been to the last couple of, couple of weeks that things have been rolling with the help of some real leadership in our veterans groups. Well, you said that there's a public hearing on next Tuesday, 10 o'clock. Yes. Is that for bill number 184-36? That's for the... That's uh, one sponsored by uh, Pedro Terlahi, and uh, he's in charge of Veterans Affairs, and uh, they're they're doing this thing because evidently you have to make it. It's a it's a law to All put right. up a I, monument, I, and I have I the know. bill in front of me. Okay, I you got the bill. Okay. Yeah, and I believe you have a copy of it. No, I just have it. All right, uh, okay, real quick, the, the name of this bill, again, it's 18436, uh, introduced by 10 of the senators. Uh, you may run down those names real quick. Uh, Senator St. Augustine, Shelton, Nelson, uh, Barnes, Rogel, Terlaje, Ada, Blas, Moylan, and Duenas. I have all introduced this one bill. An act to authorize the military order of the Purple Heart, Guam Chapter 1315, to use a portion of Skinner Plaza to establish the Guam Pacific Island Regional Gold Star Families Monument mm-hmm. honoring uh, Guam's Gold Star Service families whose son or daughter made the ultimate sacrifice in service of our island and country. Right? And <clears throat> one thing that the title doesn't have in there, uh, they did the ultimate sacrifice in, uh, in war. Basically, they were deployed into a war zone yeah. and killed by... Uh, well, you know, all the names are already on the Purple Heart Monument of those killed since uh previous Korean War. Mm-hmm. But what's significant is the youth of, that we've lost. You know, we just lost Afghanistan, gave it to the Taliban, and that war's been going on for 20 years, and we've lost... How many young bloods from our 
just our island alone and a couple from outside islands, Federated States, Palau, and uh, FSM. And this, the monument's designed, I don't have the picture here, but... Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a real nice-looking monument. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it, it, it specific, specifically brings out all the islands together in unity. For their for the young men and women's sacrifices, mm-hmm. not just Guam. So that's the beauty of that. That it was configured that way. They made a couple changes, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that Tim will call. Tim, if you're listening, call in, and you can any details that we miss, and I know I'll miss some. So and, call and in. he has notes, and I got notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He needs a stenographer. Well, Bobby took some I don't notes think your for microphone's me. on, Tom. There, try now. No, no, you're, you're on. No. No, you're no, plugged into on. that one? Yes. You, you sure? I yes. Can hear. Okay, I hear you now. I can hear him. I hear you now. Go ahead. I just want to make sure we don't miss a word that you have to say. Cream. <laughs> Come on, He's now. on top. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so that public hearing for that was going to be on. Uh, Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Roger that. Okay. 10 o'clock. And you know how the legislature is. You know, they, they, they're they asking for people to... Yeah. Well, the one thing I want to talk about this bill, the one thing I want to... The only thing this bill really does <coughs> is dedicate the land to build the monument. Yes. The, the money for the actual monument has been uh, procured by donations. Mm-hmm. The monument is sitting in a, sitting in a warehouse right now, waiting for DYSL or whatever it is to ship it over, and to be placed on a foundation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what we're that's what we're working on getting the the foundation. So it has work. to go onto the foundation first. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. What about the, bricks? Does that put bricks on it too? Uh, the actual design and architecture. I can tell you. You're talking to a brokeanic. I'm not a mechanic <laughs> or a cement man. <laughs> I'm a broke. Hey, we're not going to the phone lines. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to save you this time, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to save you. I hope it's Tim. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tim, welcome to Vet Talk. How you doing tonight? Oh, 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 good shot. I am trying to live the dream. Thanks for letting me call in. First time caller to call in. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome Vet to Vet Talk. Thank you. Hey, what do you have? Uh, well, I, I didn't really catch the earlier part of what you guys are talking about. I just heard about foundation, uh, Woody Williams Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys want to know? Um, if folks want to contribute to our efforts here. They can uh, type in Bikaru Guam, B I K U R, B I K A R U, and that stands for bike, Tim, uh, kayak, and, and uh, ruck. Tim, if you can give a sure. little, little background on this thing, like uh, the the date it was, this whole effort was started with you and Woody back in 2013 <laughs> up until the present. Well, actually, Woody started this, uh, 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 his foundation that focused on the Gold Star Family Memorial back in 2010, kind of by accident. Mm. Um, he intent, he, his first intent was just to build a, Build one for his home state of West Virginia, uh, but after um, the dedication, he noticed uh, a gentleman uh, kind of grieving a little bit. So he approached him and asked um, whether he could do something for him. The guy came out and opened up a little bit and said, "You know, um, 
I'm, uh, I just lost my wife from cancer. We lost our only child in Afghanistan. I'm a gold star dad. Um, and what you're doing here, I think, is, is very important. I think uh, so, you know, kind of recommended, not recommended, but after that, it, it hit um, Woody kind of hard. So he found it like a new calling for him to try to see about getting these gold star memorials built. Um, now, if you haven't visited his website, this was 2010. Now there's about 160 active communities throughout the United States that um, are, are, are in the process or have dedicated to go some memorials um, in their state. All 50 states is actually represented. Guam will be the very first territory once this thing is, is completed and built. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, here. We're, we're just we're, listening to you. We're listening to you, buddy. Yeah. You got the phone. But, uh, but anyways, the, the Ghost Star family that I've been interacting with over here, it was, uh, I think in 2013, they passed a law and they were trying to build this um, uh, war and terror monument. Uh, it was uh, led by or spearheaded by a local foundation called the Fallen Heroes of the Pacific Foundation. Uh, but, you know, and originally that law was passed for them to build it over Skinner Plaza. Mm -hmm. That never happened because of the museum and other stuff. So they passed another law to, I guess, amend that one, move it from Skinner Plaza to Adelaide. Uh, we, when I got involved with this, the Fallen uh, Heroes of the Pacific, uh, I, that's where I started interacting with some of the local uh, mm -hmm. Gold Star mothers. And... Uh, you know, they, it kind of fell apart because they couldn't either, it never came to fruition. Uh, bottom line is they didn't have the money to, to build it. And it, it's it's almost, uh, I, I don't think it's right that the Ghost Star mothers are doing this thing for a, a monument. They're already grieving and then you're almost putting additional tasks. So it, I, it, I took it, I just wanted to do this for them. Uh, but I'm volunteering my time for this. I came up with a uh, rendering of what we what it was going to look like over there. This was before I even knew about Herschel Woody Williams Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, got it kind of blessed off by the Ghost Star families locally, and then finally, when I reached out, I heard about Woody's Foundation. I reached out to them and immediately built a rapport, a relationship with them. Um, the president of that foundation is uh, Woody's grandson. His name is Chad Graham. Um, and then it kind of took off from there. I just started working with them. We were going to build it at Adelope. Other stuff came into play. It went back and forth. So we moved it to Aslan. It's, it's National Park. <laughs> the big red table trying to do that never yeah. made it happen. And then a guy by the name of Johnny Atulai called us one time when Dyron Cruz and I were on, on the air. And he said, hey, I'm sorry to hear you guys are running into problems trying to find a site. What about the Purple Heart? I think uh, that was kind of maybe divine. Hey, let me ask you a question, Tim. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, they're they're doing a uh, a public hearing on Tuesday at ten o'clock for the bill to dedicate uh, to uh, set aside some of the land there at Skinner Plaza. Are you going to be there testifying for that? Uh, yeah, I I I haven't called and registered yet, but I I just got the word yesterday afternoon that uh, the hearing is going to take place next week. Mm -hmm. And really, I have uh, Mr. Frank. Frank Florick and Senator Joseph Augustine to thank for that. Um, because without them, I don't think this bill would have been introduced. I just met Senator Joseph Augustine last week. 
Hey, and we have uh, the next evening they they introduced it. Hey, we have Dyron on the uh, other line. Uh, let me let me Jordan. Can you can you bring him in on this too? I don't think I can we, do that over on this side. Uh, you know that I, you know me. Yeah, hang hang on one second, Tim. We're gonna try to get Dyron on with uh, that way. We have both of you on the air at the same time. Did you drop? Hey, okay. Hey, Tim, Dyron, can you both call back in? Oh, we lost them both. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think uh, we're having a technical difficulty in the engineering booth. But while they're doing that, let me let me just announce the fundraiser Cross Island Fun Fun Run from Pago Bay to Agani Bay on September 26th. Because I know Tom's itching to get his uh, running shoes on. And uh, it's a fundraiser for <laughs> the, the Gold Star family. Hello. Yeah, hey, who's this? This is Tim. I got oh. off. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I'm, we're we're going to wait for, well, we'll have you continue, but uh, Dyron, oh. I think, is trying to be trying to call back in, too. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going you're gonna to register to do a, a public hearing or to testify in the public hearing on Tuesday? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't done that yet, but I, I plan on it. I think uh, I'll let most of the uh, the uh, folks behind the scene that are uh, mentioned that they want to support this. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I think the other person I really need to thank is Mr. Rick Cruz. He's the uh, vice president of the uh, military order of the Purple Heart. Roger that. Uh, who who kind of gave us the endorsement to uh, to be able to put this together and and, and get the bill um, get scrapped and submitted. So, right. thank you to Purple Heart, right. um, uh, Purple Hearters. Evidently, we're not going to be able to uh, conference uh, Dyron into here as well. So, uh, oh, okay. uh, so if you want, uh, you can go ahead and finish up what information you have. Then we'll bring him on and uh, get his information as well. Okay. Well, tomorrow night, if uh, any Gold Star families are out there listening, it doesn't matter if you're from this area, but um, relocated. I think I've met some some of them along the way. Um, throughout this process of trying to get this memorial built. Um, and like I said, I've been at this for about three years now, and it's, it's finally getting some traction, and I'm appreciative and thankful that uh, I was able to cross paths with senators and other things. But tomorrow evening, I'm actually uh, providing like an update to all the post our families. We're going to Zoom them in, so those that can't be there uh, in person. Um, but we're going to, I'm just going to essentially give them kind of a timeline on what we're looking at because on the 24th is what we're planning. And those that may not know that this month has also been declared, I think, a Gold Star Family Month. Yes, it has. And uh, so on the 24th is the date we're trying to plan for this uh, Gold Star uh, site dedication at Skinner Plaza. And the reason the 24th is important because that kind of kicks off to the, the Gold Star Family Week. Right. Uh, towards the end of the week, or end of the month. And we are planning on on having Mr. Woody Williams himself uh, be the special guest speaker for that, that event. Um, Very nice. And it's going to happen at 09 uh, on Friday the 24th, which is Thursday, his time, uh, East Coast time. And he's already he's already assured us that he's uh, definitely participate. Is he going to be um, here in sure. person or is he going to Zoom? Well, no, he's got a Zoom. It's kind of too late to try to arrange that. He's, he's going to be turning 98 years young here on the 2nd of October. Right. So, uh, but but he's, I don't know if folks listened to the uh, 20 July. 
yeah. Ray Gibson show, but we had the honor of being called in and actually explained his recount. Yeah. I, uh, just uh, one quick question. Good. One quick question, yes, then sir. we're going to move on to Dairon, if you don't mind. Uh, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow night, 9 September, you're going to have a, a, a meeting. Is is that strictly on Zoom? No, no, just uh, well, because we're limited to about maybe 25 packs. Uh -huh. It's going to be in the pavilion of Aspen. Uh, the mayor's uh, mayor Solace is nice enough to offer us his pavilion. Right. It's Mayor uh, Frank Solace. So we're going to do it in there, and they're limited to five. So we're just getting getting uh, the Gold Star families as a priority to make it there. And then uh, those that can't be there in person uh, can, uh, I think, it's participate or attend uh, via Zoom. Okay. Great. Okay. Yes. But thank you. I want to thank your post to uh, VFW. Um, uh, Post Commander Brian Miranda, I think they they got a brick. Yes, we uh, did. Other 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 VFWs out there and veterans group are are lining up to get it. So I really appreciate that. A big shout out to uh, Mr. Jim Atkins. Uh, he's a platinum platinum donor. Uh, Nissan. They they're also platinum donors. They're really contributing to our efforts. So I can't thank them enough um, for their for their support. Okay. All right. Great, okay. Jim. Well, we appreciate right. your phone call. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for letting me call in. Right. We'll okay, talk to you again Tim. soon. All right. Bye. Talk to you later, Tim. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Hey, Diron. Welcome to Vet Talk. How are you doing tonight? Hey, I'm well. Thank you very much. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on what uh, Tim well, was talking actually, about? Well, actually, no. Just to uh, dovetail, uh, as we get closer to the 24th of September, uh, a lot of, especially a lot of veteran organizations, uh, uh, just tonight, we briefed the uh, Brotherhood of Veterans Motorcycle Club mm -hmm. uh, here at Touray. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting right outside the parking lot uh, when I got the call to, to call in the vet talk. But we we uh, we just did a presentation to them, and uh, they they pledged uh, their full maximum effort to race funds to to contribute to this cause. So uh, so tomorrow night, as we brief. Uh, whichever Gold Star family show up or are able to zoom in, and we'll be able to give them up, uh, give up a timeline and and more information and address any questions or uh, concerns that they may have. But uh, this, this is each day that we continue to do this is just the traction just gets deeper, and and uh, we're thankful for for all the efforts of everybody that's contributing to this. I think it's just an awareness campaign that, and as soon as we put the word out, people are starting to jump on board. So. Again, just uh, and that talk certainly is instrumental in getting the word out for us. So, appreciate it. Hey, no problem. That's what we're here for. We 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 enjoy doing these stories right here. We we like talking about this one. Yeah. So, uh, we'll tune in anytime there's uh, any significant change uh, in the project and the timeline and any 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 help that we need. We'll certainly call into that talk and provide an update to your listening audience. Yeah, that'd be, that. that'd be great. Hey, I have a personal question for you, if you don't sure. mind. Did you sure. get your VFW card? Not yet. Oh, man, you should have it. Do I need a fork over more money? Yeah. Uh, uh, always. Trust me on that one. Always. Hey, we have we have the post-meeting Tuesday. Be there. On Tuesday? Tuesday, 6 o'clock. Okay. Sinahanya Mayor's Office. In Timuning or uh, up in Sinahanya? Sinahanya. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much. All right. Thank, Thank you, you and think uh, I'd like to thank both you and Tim for the great effort that you guys are doing. Thanks a lot. Yeah, uh, we're doing this with the, with the families and for all all hey. the loved ones that are having to endure this. You're spearheading uh, it, though. Great job. Yep. 
Yep, thank you. All right. You have a good night. Yeah, good night. Bye. Right. Bye. So, uh, the latest update on the Gold Star Monument. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I like this. Um, it's good news. It's um, it's 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 sad for the families. Oh yes. But it, it's good news that there's some recognition. <coughs> it's kind of sad Afghanistan's going the way it's going. But, uh, you know, sadly, this will not be the last war we get involved in. No, it won't. And no. I don't know what else to say. It will not be I, the last war. Unfortunately, I think the next one's going to be in the same location. I, I You know, I wouldn't disagree with it. I would Fine. not disagree with it. Follow history, it happens every 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Every ten years, it's you know, for a nation that espouses peace, <laughs> do we we tend to get involved in every skirmish that God ever created? Um, I think that's where we went wrong is when we try to become the world's police officers. Yeah, it's I, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know another way to put that. No, that's a debate that our elected leaders have to have in Washington D.C. It's the same thing, and I've said this a hundred times. Older people. Send younger people off the war. And that never changes. Mm -hmm. That generally never changes. And how many of those older people have ever been in the military? Very few. Very Percentage few. Percentage-wise, yeah. very few. And as we all know, sitting <coughs> in this room, only 1% of the population is serving, mm -hmm. which I think we have, to, we have to figure out a way to um, get more people involved. If that means we have to go back to a draft to pull people, I know no one likes that. No one likes to get drafted. But there are a lot of countries in Europe. And Asia. And Asia that have a draft. It's mandatory. South Korea. Yeah. The Netherlands. When's the last time the Netherlands fought a war, right? They have it. Belgium mm -hmm. has a draft. You have to provide so many years in the military. Well, they know what it was like to be conquered. They sure, know what a yeah. war is. Yes. They got burned up, blown up, yeah. torn up. Mm -hmm. They don't want nothing to do with the war. They don't want to even have no. an army. You know, <laughs> you know but uh, hopefully we learn our lessons. But going back to history, and you read history books, we don't learn these lessons. We make the same mistakes over and over again, and young people pay the price for that. Every 10 Every years. In, you know, and you, you bring up a, a very interesting point there, Tom, especially with uh, about three minutes left for top of the hour. Thank you. Right. What timing? Impeccable. Thank you. Impeccable. What was the question? What was the, what are you there, well, no, he just, he just made a statement. The I question's see. getting ready to come. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, and the question is, uh, what do you think that is? Is it because uh, after so many years, people don't like what the history is, and they try to change it. No, people are just stupid. That's we have I'm we have a lot of stupid people in politics that shouldn't be there. We have a lot of people that run countries that shouldn't be there. And before they start to run these countries, this is just me. It's just Tom talking. We should take them out because eventually we have to take them out. And I'd rather take them out when they don't expect it than take them out when they're in a pillbox someplace else. Now, is it politically correct? No. But what happened in World War II if we would have taken Hitler out? Right. Okay? Uh, Tojo was a different story with Japanese. Mussolini in Italy. Mm -hmm. In many ways, he was worse than Hitler. 
Mm-hmm. He taught Hitler what Hitler, you know, was doing. So, you know, we have these despots, and there's no nice way to put it, but somebody got to take them out. Well, let's, let's bring reality up to present day. Look at when, when, when 9-11 happened, they went after... Uh, Osama bin Laden? Osama bin Laden. Yeah. When they whacked him, that should have been the end of it and said, anybody else want to stick your head up and end up like Osama bin Laden? It took us a while to find him. Yeah. yeah. You can run, but you couldn't hide. So, and that's, that's what it been. And, and invo- that was, when did they catch him? 18 years ago? I don't, it wasn't that long ago. No, 10 years ago, something like yeah. that. Say 10 years ago. Well, that would have saved 10 years of grief. Yeah. But what you do is you, make, you send a message out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you. We're going to get your family. We're going to bomb the, the house, the block. So you're saying we, we're not going to leave the, the weapons there for you just to pick up and start using? Like the Israelis. An they eye already for an eye and did. a tooth for a tooth. They already mm-hmm. did. When, was the, when did the Israelis last lose a battle? Mm. No. They can't afford to lose Not a battle. Not too long ago. And when they take somebody out, it's very quiet. They don't say much about it, but that person is no longer there. Uh, unfortunately, we have hit the top of the hour. Top of the hour. All right. That was a quick 30 minutes. Yeah, it was. I so love it. We're, we're going to have to break for the CBS News. This is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll be back right after the CBS News. to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson. I'm a member of the VFW. I didn't realize the mics were live there on you, Johnny. <laughs> no, I didn't say a thing. Yeah, you did. Johnny at Two Light Titan, VFW and Military Order Purple Heart. Tom Devlin, Military Purple Heart. What's love got to do with it, got to do with it? Oh, man, this, the break's over, man. I you, sing anytime I want. You're killing me. Come on. It's a secondary emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of us in the booth. We have Jordan. Jordan, uh, you, you got to save me here, man. You got to save me. <laughs> hey, no lie, though. No lie. Tom would make a good karaoke singer. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. he wouldn't. You don't, you don't need to be drunk to laugh when you hear Tom sing. <laughs> well, one, John, uh, never mind. I'm, Doing it I'm, sober. 
Yep, that's what, that's what I was going to go with. Hey, I got something. What? I'd like to say welcome home to my son-in-law, Patrick Wilhite, ex-corporal uh, USMC. Welcome back home after being gone for so many years, and I hear they got you locked up at the... Uh, Dusatani under uh, what a contamination? What do they call that? When confinement. Co- confinement. Yeah, he's in quarantine. Him and my daughter. All right. Uh, bef- before <laughs> we get before we go any further, let's uh, go ahead and take care of some things we need to do. Again, this is Vet Talk on News Talk K fifty seven. If you want to call in, be part of our show. Our phone number is six seven one four seven seven five seven five seven. With that. Johnny, did you have any other announcements that you needed to get out? I know we kind of went straight into the Gold Star thing uh, and cut off the announcements there at the beginning of the show. No, but just want to just re-invite the Gold Star families to be uh, gathered tomorrow night at the in the evening at six o'clock at the um, uh, Assen, Assen Mayor's Office. Mayor's Office Pavilion. Yeah, and thanks, Frank. Frank, you're doing a great job. Frank Solis, the mayor. Yeah. Um, I. As as it was said uh, from Tim uh, Ono earlier when he called in, uh, the end of the month, I think the 23rd, 24th, 25th time frame is the Gold Star Family Day Week. All right. Uh, and that's nationally. That's nationally, not just Guam. Yeah. All right. Uh, however, August, August was last month. September, since we're in September now, yeah. is Suicide Awareness or suicide prevention awareness for veterans. Uh, so I, I try to do this every year in, in September. Uh, learn to recognize the red flags. Uh, before before I get into uh, before I get into the actual red flags of what it is. If you're having a problem, you need to talk to somebody. There are several different ways to reach out and get some help. Uh, so I'm going to give some phone numbers. I'm going to give some websites. Uh, first phone number is 1-800-273-8255, then press 1. Mm-hmm. If you want to text and chat with somebody, text 383-255. Again, text 838-255, and again, the 800 number is one 800 273 Eight two five five, then press one. Um, you know, I'd like I'd like to say something about the eighteen suicides we've had in the last couple of months. I grew up on Guam, and I'll tell you what—you n- hardly ever heard of one suicide in a year. And now, in the last couple of months, we've had eighteen. That's significant to me because there's something really broken on this island. And if it's fear of losing your job or you don't have a job, it's fear of trying to feed your family as a father and as a, you know, a parent. This is, and the suicide is, yeah. is, is attaching to everybody. Yeah. And let's go ahead and go over some of the signs. Mm-hmm. I, you know, well, I was going to do this in a, a game style format to see how many of you guys could pick off. But I'm just on. I'm just on. Just going to read them out. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, appearing sad or depressed most of the time, Johnny. Uh, helplessness, feeling like there's no way out, mm-hmm. Johnny. Wait, and, wait, what do you mean, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a serious matter, really. It is. It yeah. is. 
anxiety, <laughs> agitated, sleeplessness, or mood swings. Calm. Feeling as if there's no reason to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling excess, excessive guilt, shame, or sense of failure. Mm-hmm. Rage or anger. Johnny. Engaging <laughs> in risky activities without thinking. Losing interest in hobbies, work, or school. Mm-hmm. Increasing alcohol or drug misuse. Mm-hmm. Neglecting personal welfare or deterring physical appearance. Withdrawing from family and friends. Mm-hmm. Showing violent behavior like punching a hole in a wall or getting into fights. Mm-hmm. Giving away prized possessions. Getting affairs in order, trying to tying up loose ends or writing a will. Right. Now, if you only have one of these, eh, maybe it's just something going on. But if you have several of these, reach out to some friends. Reach out to the hotlines. Uh, speaking of the hotlines, uh, we're going to go straight to the phone line. We got a call. Hey, welcome to Vet Talk. How are you doing tonight? Fine, thank you. Yeah, it's good to hear you again. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm sorry. I, I'm trying to figure out if you're talking to me or not. Hey, this is Bobby Taitino. I know. Um, <laughs> anyways, I just wanted um, to say thank you to all of those who have participated in one way or another to get this Gold Star Monument going. I mean, I'm sh- they've been fighting for it for the longest time, and, um, you know, it's starting to come to fruition, and I'm congratulate all of those who have worked so hard to get this done on another note i'm putting my grief recovery hat on and you were talking about um uh what um suicides suicide suicide, yeah suicide awareness month Mm -hmm. so as a grief recovery specialist there are uh several of us that are going to be holding a uh grief talk um based on suicide awareness and we're going to be doing it starting uh, September 16 at um, 7 o'clock in the evening, and it's going to be via Zoom. So on the 16th, we're going to be talking about life after suicide. And this is when a loved one dies by suicide. Emotions can overwhelm you, and there's always guilt, right? And so this is what we're going to be talking about on the 16th. And then on the 23rd, it's You're Not Alone. This is the topic that we're going to be talking about, You're Not Alone. Attempted suicide or self-harm, had or are having suicidal thoughts, you feel all alone. If you're getting all of that, then this session is for you. And then on the 30th of September, it's Be a Lifeline. Want to help, but you don't know how. Learn how to be a safe person for a loved one, to hold space, and be a heart with ears. So these are the different topics that we're going to be talking about uh, when we do our grief talk um, dedicated to suicide awareness. And it's all going to be in Zoom. I'm going to send you guys a copy of the flyer. Um, Tom, I think I'm going to go ahead and send it to you on WhatsApp. And it's got the uh, Zoom link on it. So if you guys could make the announcement. I would really appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. No Excuse me, Mrs. Mrs. Bobby Tyson. Do you have any stats on uh, our local figures on uh, our local population? Because 
you know, on this the locality is what I'm interested in, like vets or any specific indigenous group or something. I, I I do have something, and I'll send it to you guys on a link so that you can take a look at it. Um, and I'll do that in a few minutes after we hang up. But um, yes, this is what we're going to be doing for the whole month of for the month of September. Well, thank you, Miss Bobby Titano. Yeah. And also, I, 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 now that you've gone into this particular area, uh, I want to finish up while I still have you on the line. Uh, the, the following signs re require immediate attention. Uh, I read off a lot of the warning signs, but if mm -hmm. you have these, seek attention immediately. <laughs> Reach out to somebody. Uh, Absolutely. And, and that's uh, thinking about hurting or killing yourself is number one. If you're thinking about doing that, uh, reach out to somebody looking for ways to kill yourself mm -hmm. uh, talking about death dying or suicide uh, self-destruction behavior such as drug use weapons etc uh, if you if you have any of those signs please reach out to somebody uh, again uh, we have uh, local phone numbers which I don't have in front of me right now I don't know Bobby if you have those ready or not uh, let me see if I what well, you're looking. Uh, also, uh, the 1-800 number again is 273-8255, then press 1. Uh, text 838-255. And the website I was going to give you guys um, a while ago is veteranscrisisline.net. And you can do online chats there as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the the number with me right now, but uh, I'll send you guys a link that has has the Guam numbers on it. You sure? Well, we, we'll be sure to put those out on the air next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, if you want, if you want to put me on the air next week, I'd be happy to come on. Uh, you, you know what? Hey, Bobby, why don't you just go ahead and plan on being here next week? Okay. Huh. Make it a family yeah. affair. Oh. Uh. Oh no! Yeah, that way you can just never mind. I won't say that on the air. <laughs> uh, hey, you need that eight hundred number now, Johnny. <laughs> I'm not committing suicide. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Bobby, won't you be here next week, and we can uh, we can go into the uh, the grief counseling that you guys do a little bit more in okay. depth. Okay. Okay, will do. Right. Thank you very much. All right, it's good talking okay. to you as always, Bobby. Bye-bye now. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Right. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to have some fun next week. <laughs> no, that's a very serious topic, though. It exactly. is a very serious topic. Uh, you know, I gave you guys a couple pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them I just covered. Uh, the other one I found out on the VA website today. And this is from the Office of Public and Intergovernmental Affairs. Uh, VA expands rental support, increasing housing options for veterans. Okay. Uh, and it goes in to say that the see, Department of Veterans Affairs has expanded the shallow subsidy initiative and will grant $200 million to 238 nonprofits. All right. This is across the states and the territories. Mm. What I didn't put on y'all's paper is I actually researched who... Uh, in the local area was going to get money for this uh -huh. initiative. Okay. Uh, and that would be Westcare. And they're for the 2020 year, which starts one October, uh, 
they're getting six hundred ninety-seven thousand one hundred thirty dollars. Wow, that's almost what we're getting in our budget—the <laughs> total budget for the vets. Because I well, got that today. You know, because Johnny, I'm gonna I'm gonna tee you up here. How much money do vets bring into Guam every year? $64,000 million. $64,000. That doesn't sound like the budget. Uh, $64 million. Right. And here's $697,000. Mm-hmm. $300,000 short of a million dollars right mm-hmm. there. And this is strictly to help homeless vets, those almost homeless vets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and this... I know Westcare does a lot over there, what they do. But we really don't hear about it a whole lot. Well, the reason we don't hear about it, Westcare, before the pandemic, mm-hmm. would come on the show frequently. They mm-hmm. would come on the show and they'd bring yeah. about three or four people you know, on the show. But once the pandemic uh, came, came in, uh, everything's being done via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And Westcare has had a changeover in its management. Mm-hmm. Most of the po- people that were there when they would come on the show are no longer there at West yeah. mm-hmm. So that's probably you know, part of the issue. But um, Would you consider the leadership, like, like missing, missing uh, Miss Sarah Natterdog, would you consider an administrative problem or no, something I mean, like some, that? Sometimes people, you know, people do these jobs and they get tired of doing these jobs. Uh, they, they move on to other things because sometimes when you do some some of these types of work dealing with the homeless mm-hmm. dealing with veterans issues you get depressed yourself mm-hmm. because you're dealing with the same thing all the time and all the time and sometimes you have that burnout rate and sometimes you have to move on to something else because they can see it in your face you're dealing with that same stress and stress it's like the nurses in the hospitals now dealing with you know the patients mm-hmm. They're tired, they're overstressed, they're overstressed. How are these people going to be 10 years down the road? We don't think about that now, but 10 years down the road, how will it affect them? Not to mention underpaid. Yeah, 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 100% right. And part of this initiative, uh, it covers 35% of eligible veterans' rent for two years without the risk of the, uh, without it decreasing. if the veteran's income increases during those two years, right? Uh, the purpose is to incentivize incentivize veterans to increase their income through employment or other means. Also works closely with the labor department's uh, homeless veterans reintegration program to help veterans secure employment. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's so significant to me because they get that much money on the private funding and. Our our local administration. I just got the I just got the budget, gang. Hello, you handed it to me. Oh, she blames me now for and, and and gentlemen out there, this is what you're worth. You're worth nine hundred sixty-eight thousand six hundred and five dollars. Appropriation appropriated from the general fund to the Guam Office of Veterans Affairs. And what you you say you were jingling numbers around? What's that going to take care of? Well, let me jingle this in front of you. Okay. <laughs> Don't be jiggling nothing in front of nobody. <laughs> what was this family show? I was, family show. I was doing some quick figures today in the office. Mm-hmm. Okay, the budget. Yeah. The budget that the governor submitted. Mm-hmm. Okay. The governor submitted a budget of approximately 
$687,000, approximately. That's mm -hmm. what was submitted to the legislature. The legislature increased that to 968000 mm -hmm. you know, roughly. Now, what you have less, and the problem is salaries. Salaries are going to take a big chunk. Of course. Of it does. But what you have left is $280,000. Now, what is $280,000? And this is how mm -hmm. I judged it. Mm -hmm. If you, like John said a few weeks ago, if you have to spend, what, $5,000 to dig a hole for a gravesite, how many holes do you have to dig in six months? Just, you know, go ahead. I I'm, I'm, I don't know. Right. The girls would verify what you're asking. Right. But I know that there's a stack of headstones, for example, well, that right. need to be placed. Well, that, that's properly. headstones that need to be placed. These are people that have already been interred. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's 38 of them. I counted 38 right. headstones. What I'm, what I'm saying is if they have to spend $5,000 a pop to dig a hole, mm -hmm. you know, $280,000 is, is going to go... Too far. I guess fast, right? Oh, Would yeah. You? Now, maintaining the cemetery, just maintaining it, cutting mm -hmm. the grass, and let's say doing everything else. Then you have two crypts up on top of the hill that basically everyone would say more, have to be removed. They're going to be torn down. They How you tear be. them down, we got in debates that, well, you can't tear it this way because they're afraid the It'll crypt the will ones. fall right. on uh, graves. The road going in, the whole road, the whole road structure has got to be redone. We all know sitting here paving roads is an expensive proposition no matter where you do it. Mm -hmm. How much does that cost? Now John brought up the plumbing in the, the chapel. Mm -hmm. The chapel doors or windows if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. The doors. Everything. And, and Everything. the air conditioning. Mm -hmm. Now when you start tagging this on roughly $280,000 is not going right. to stretch too far. Even if you get a grant, and that doesn't mean right now we don't have a grant, so we have to make decisions based on what we don't have right now. We can't spend money we don't have. Go ahead, John. And they have federal matching grants in aid, big zero. Right. In other words, nobody's concerned. They can't put a person out there that knows how to write grants and stuff well, and it, put them in it for the last 20 years? They had a loop has grant writers. They have trained grant writers at Adelope. When I used to go up and talk to the uh, governor, previous governor, Governor Calvo, he told me, we have grant writers less than two, three, two or three hundred feet away from you. This is what they do. They write the grants. So there are grant writers more likely than not at Adelope right now. The issue is, how do you get the grant? Do you have... Will they give you the grant? Uh, Art Mason and myself, we were through different grants, Ford Motors, General Motors. Mm -hmm. We actually took a grant writing class at GCC. They well, had how did Westcare come up with $700,000? Did they have a grant writer, or they just yes. applied yeah, for no, this? No, no, they have grant Westcare is not located on Guam. Westcare is located in the states they have a, a, a corporate office okay. so they have west care in california west care in new york west care and whatever right. so they have a geographical area they have their own business office oh. they have their own grant now they write a grant let's say for the va for for all the states mm -hmm. and then the va decides 
how do we divvy up the money? Right. Let's say we give them a grant for $10 million. We're going to give so much to this, so much to this, and so that's, that's how it's done. Yeah. And just, just to clarify, that $697,000 that I mentioned is specifically for yeah. Guam. That's mm -hmm. not yes. being bro no. broken out into no, the No, I states. actually, I remember I, I did the report. I went through and, and I got the report. The report is, has to be like 70 pages. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to print 70 pages to find out where it's going. So I went down page for page on the computer. And that grant for Westcare was on page 45 or something like that. Sounds right. Yeah, and, it, and I went down in them. But you would be surprised who's getting grants. Mm-hmm. I was like uh, the Catholic workers, uh, uh, whatever, <laughs> the Scottsdale work, or the 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 Timby chimneys. Yes, I'm, you're it's laughing, okay, Tom. but it's true. And I'm saying to me, if they can do it, my God, we, we got to do a better job here on Guam getting some more money. Right, and and the director. Uh, Tim Uggen. Yes. We've had a lot of Tims on the show today. A lot of Tims going through my names going through my head. Uh, he is off island now to a a, a conference where he's mm -hmm. supposed to find out information about the two grants that he put in. Right. Uh, I think that conference is Friday actually. Mm -hmm. So he should be back in about a week, and hopefully he comes onto the show and gives us a, a brief of what happened and. The right. good things he learned and information on the grants that he put in for yes. us. And he put that he put out his own money to do that. Yeah. He, accommodations per diem and everything, he put it out himself. And with that, I think we're going to take a quick break. Quick okay. break. All right. So this is Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay. Give me four minutes.
Okay, good evening. Welcome back to Vet Talk on News Talk K57. My name is Sean Watson. I'm a member of the VFW. Johnny, a two-light Titan, Military Order Purple Heart, VFW. Uh, Tom Devlin, Military Order Purple Heart. And we have Jordan in the booth taking care of us tonight. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, we've, we've put out a lot we put out a lot of information tonight. Yeah. Yes. But um, I was just, when I was, uh, you know, we were talking about the budget that was passed, and the governor more likely not sign off on the budget. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I don't know. I, I'm not a. I'm not down at the cemetery. I'm not in the office. But my gut feeling is it's just not going to be enough. Man, what I was thinking also, and it's happened in prior administrations, whichever the governor was, just because the budget is signed does not mean you're going to get the money. The governor has transfer authority. She can transfer the money out tomorrow. Give it to somebody else. It, it's, it has happened. It, that's it, politics. I, that's, right, but that's what we deal with. We're dealing with politics. Yeah, yeah. When you ask for money, who do you ask it from? Politicians. Right. That's the bottom line. And I don't know if they're still doing this or not, but they normally take 10% and put that in a hold from the budget as well, in case they need to transfer money. Uh, but I, I don't think they've done that in the last couple of years. No, well, she's got $600 million. Right. Sitting someplace. So really, I, someplace. I mean, if she's going to hold on to 10% of any budget, it, 
it just, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. But, but the idea is that cemetery, from what John says, looks like in crap shape. But it's been like that for a long time. This, this is going to happen overnight. It's going to take. It's going to take more than what we have right here. Sure, it is. Yes. To, to yes. fix everything. Yes. Now, once it's fixed, maintaining it, it's not going to cost as much. No. But until it's fixed, you're throwing good money after bad money. Mm-hmm. And they have no equipment. They have no money down there to buy to buy anything. Soap. Or scrub brush, that happened. All the machinery's broken. And I know veterans' organizations have donated either money or donated equipment over the years, mm-hmm. various types of equipment. Well, I know, I, I know, I can speak for VFW because I, I know this happened. Uh, we went to Home Depot mm-hmm. to to get paint to to paint the the lines and the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Well, next thing we know, uh, I'm not sure how the commander pulled this off, but we actually had people come up there with pressure washers as well, pressure wash the whole parking lot, then paint the lines down. Yeah, because they have and, no pressure washer. Right, and and Home Depot donated all that for us. Yes, but how long can you keep going back as a government and keep going back to the private sector? Oh yeah. And constantly ask and because even the private sector is gonna say, Yes, we're supporting the veterans. Mm-hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, you're a government. What how are you supporting the veterans? Are you taking care of that cemetery? You wanted that cemetery. You wanted that cemetery from the Navy. You wanted you said, We can do it, we can handle it. Mm-hmm. I remember we were we were screaming back and forth. Are there non veterans buried at that cemetery? Everybody's screaming, no, 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 no. I remember there were non-veterans buried at that cemetery. Mm-hmm. We had a former governor on the radio show. I asked him that question. I generally ask the question that I know the answer to beforehand. Mm-hmm. And stated, yes, there are non-veterans in that cemetery. It's just a sad, sad state of yes. affairs when the respect and the tributes that should be given to our fallen ones our local boys our you know uh, and and young ladies this is a, the one name one name down there if it's spread out through the island will affect almost every family on the island and they're, and they're giving them what crumbs I'm, I'm 968000 That ain't going too far, I'll tell you that right now. No, because your salaries take a big chunk of any budget. That's mm-hmm. generally what right. it is. But when you have it, like Sean is right, when you have a cemetery that has a, le- a lot of defects in it over the years, this that doesn't happen in this administration. Right. It happened in the Cabo administration, the Camacho administration. Mm-hmm. This is over. And then the economies go up and down. Right. So, you know, budgets will flux. They go up and down. Do you want to stay in the cemetery business? Is it time to sort of think outside the box and say, maybe we have to have a study that says, maybe we can contract out someone to take care of that cemetery. But the, the caveat is, will the governor of Guam pay that contract? Well, look at the situation. Well, that's not, that's not the be big more storm's than 100, coming. Yeah, that's, that's going to be more than $168,000. Yes. Oh, of course, of, of course. But uh, I mean, I, I don't have the answers for everybody 
And I think none of us in this room have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. What we're seeing, and because more particularly now, because the Vietnam veterans are being buried there mm-hmm. quite a bit. And we see it now. And there are a lot of our fellow veterans from the VFW, the military of the Purple Heart, the Vietnam veterans, that died and are buried there. Mm-hmm. And you say to yourself, is this the best we get? Is this what we fought for? And is it? I mean, you look at it and you say, what? You can't cut the grass. You can't. We had an inspector from Hawaii come. And I'm serious. We took a picture at the Guam Veterans Cemetery with a Coca-Cola can in the grave. And the inspector called me over. He says, Mr. Devlin, you said, yeah, is this how you bury... Now, remember, I'm not a Governor Guam employee. Right. But I was the one down there with Art Mesa. Is this how the people on Guam bury the veterans? And we didn't check every grave. So we just walked over, not expecting that. And I looked down, and the grave sunk about ah, four or five inches, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And there was a Coca-Cola, an empty Coca-Cola can. What do you say? <laughs> what do you say to the inspector when he's looking and he's saying, uh, are there graves over here? Well, I don't know. Here's the... Here's the form from Parks and Recs. He says, yes, but when you probe, you should hit something. Yes, you're not hitting anything here. And when you're probing over here, you're hitting something, and there's no marking over there. So either the names are mixed up, or the bodies aren't even where the names are. And he's looking at me, and I said, you have to go to the... the We're just here as volunteers helping you out by probing. We probed. They gave us probes, and we're probing. And all of a sudden, the probe's going in and going, and there's nothing. And all of a sudden, where you wouldn't think there was something, but it looked a little disturbed. Right. And then you look at the plan sheet. Department of Parks had it. There's nothing there. You know that um, power station when you go in? On the left-hand side, where the electric goes in? into the uh, cemetery. When you drive through the main entrance, there's a, like a box, a, big, a huge box. Right, to the right left, on yeah. the gate. That's okay. the power system. There are people buried near the power system. What? I, uh, right, I, I'm just, I'm just uh, yeah, because there were no markings, but when you went down and you probed, the ins- that's why the inspector said, well, how many people are buried here? Well, I have no idea. No one knew how many people are physically buried in that cemetery. And who do those headstones belong to? Like you said, if they don't know who's here or what's right, there, how are they keeping track of where their right. bodies are? I mean, right. this this isn't this isn't a this isn't a problem for the for, for the workers. No, if they give if they're given the instruments to do it with, right, it's a problem for the family. Unless, because I tell you, my grandfather was buried there. Uh, back in 52. And I had to hunt around and look around because I forgot where they buried him. I was seven years old then. Now I came, came back to look and find out where was my grandfather buried. And, this, it, and it's not one administration. It's various administrations. Mm-hmm. It's various political leaders that have a tendency to say, well, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's really not much of a priority. Except when we go out there and we get our picture taken and Memorial Day or Veterans Day or, you know, then we want all the veterans leaders, around, right? We around this to have our picture with their nice uniforms. Right. And then you have whoever the governor is at the time saying, yes, we care. 
well, put the money where the mouth is. And all of a sudden they go back, well, we don't have the money. We have to fund the hospital. We have to fix the roads. And then it gets worse and worse, and it builds on itself. And then it comes a point in time where you can't do anything. Well, it's, look at the dilemma yeah. right now. There's 30-some. They, they got more tracking on how many people are unemployed and how many need, people need a s financial assistance than they know how many veterans are on this island. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a disparity. That's yeah. a big disparity. Oh, I actually, I, I ran some numbers today. Uh, you know, I looked up to see how many people were actually on Guam. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just over 160,000 people. Uh, subtract the military out of that. You come down to uh, about a hundred round numbers, round numbers, one hundred forty thousand people. Mm -hmm. Listening to the news uh, yesterday, mm -hmm. this morning, yesterday morning, they've had thirty-one thousand applicants for the the rice program. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't hear the st statistics of uh, how many of those were joint filers, how many were single filers, yeah. <laughs> but thirty-one thousand. If it's just single filers, mm -hmm. that's 23% of the population mm -hmm. that are applying for this and making less than 40000 a year. There is an undercurrent of poor on Guam that most people don't want to talk about or discuss. Because in Guam, you have the haves and the, have and the have nots. And the middle class, you may think you have a middle class, but it's really... Sh it, if you did, it's shrinking. And the young people, you know, under normal circumstances, would be, would be leaving Guam. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, for better that, opportunities. And until we address that, the discrepancies, and who has the money, who doesn't have the money. Mm -hmm. and, and it's even in the States, until you divide the wealth. And that's what the, the United States has always had that problem. It, sent, it tended to get better in the 50s, after World War II, where the have-nots the have would get an education, would get, up, would get up their ladder, and their children would go to the, you know, better schools. It seemed that the haves and the have-nots came together because it, they all fought in World War II. Mm -hmm. And you had that. You had that in common with one another. It didn't matter whether you had money. There were a lot of rich people's sons that were killed in World War II. And, but after the 50s into the early 60s, it started to go back to the way things were, mm -hmm. the haves and the have-nots. Is, is that part of the reason why uh, Guam is the second highest per capita joining the military? Well, you can debate that, and I'll, I'll tell you straight. Why did Tom Devlin go in the Marine Corps? Because Tom Devlin was the smartest guy in the world? No, Tom, back, I knew Tom back then, and he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Play nicely, Tom, kids. But how many Tom, kids? How many kids uh, did they on. graduate this last year from high school, and what was their future? Right, over but, almost a thousand seniors. Yeah, hang on. I want to hear the rest of what Tom has to say. But I graduated from high school, and what I have? What did I have to look forward to in New York City? Mm -hmm. Right. So the only way to get out of New York City, if you were normal intelligence, not stupid, not overly bright, but you know, average intelligence is to go into the service. Mm -hmm. and then, no mom, apple pie, and waving the flag. You go into the service. You do your two, four, whatever it is. So you bring, your, you bring yourself up by bootstraps. Right. 
it, it didn't matter where you came from. When you went to boot camp, everybody was there for the same thing, to bring themselves, wherever they came from, up. And the fastest way to come up, and the, the fairest way in general, was to go into the military. Because they generally treated everybody like crap. Everybody the same. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? Until you got rank. And, you know, when I went to Vietnam, I saw the poorest of the poor. I didn't see the millionaire sons there. I saw the guys that maybe graduated, didn't graduate. Most of the guys on my platoon did not graduate from high school. And you're talking about actually these people got drafted. No, they enlisted. Oh, they enlisted. There was nothing in the Marines. They enlisted. Yeah. There was nothing for them. But this is who they sent over. Mm-hmm. And they, they, could, they handled themselves well. But the rest of the country forgot them. I mean, I don't know. I didn't have an experience with people throwing things at me or anything like that. But there were cases where people, you know, would get discharged and people were throwing things at them. They were demonstrating against them. Right. This is what uh, you live. This is the generation that John and I come from. All right. John, go back to your, the point you were making. A thousand people just graduated. Yeah. yeah. What, what do they have? Pandemic? Yeah. And then all, everybody laid off from a tourist industry? That's the majority of, of the guys being laid off. There's no cooks, barmaids, right. bars, sh- uh, house cleaning, house maintenance. All the whole, You go along there and see these big hotels, and they're just rotting. It's not, you know, yeah. that, to that well, much investment, nobody's taking care of it. You know, the, the latest news out of Adeloupe is that the governor's been talking with Google to move their headquarters from Hong Kong to Guam. <laughs> okay. So, so Tom... Let, yes. let me start with you, oh, why? <laughs> because because of the 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 vibe I'm getting from you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the chances of Google moving their headquarters to here? When's the last time your electric went out? When's the last time you had a water shortage because your pipes burst? Yeah. Do you have that in Hong Kong? I don't know. I don't I, live there. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just I saying. Know, Jack, I, I, I think right. I, I think we got Tom's uh, opinion on that. Uh, what about you, Johnny? Oh, I can't. I can care less if Google come to Guam. Okay. So I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> okay, well, let's go to the phone lines then. Okay. Hey, Ryan, welcome to Vet Talk. How you doing tonight? Awesome, gentlemen. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> I I got a a quick question. I've been helping my brother. He's a a disabled vet, and I don't know if I want to direct this maybe to Tom because he was my brother was a Marine. You were a Marine. On a, of course, in a war zone, you're gonna you're gonna be around loud noises. But on a day to day training per se, would you be around live fire? It depends on your job. I mean, it. Um, if you're, let's say, in an infantry squad, a platoon squad, you know, sure, because you're around you're around live ammunition. If you're loading uh, bombs onto whatever, if you're in artillery, you know, if you're in tanks. You're around loud noise. Yes, you're. At oh. that, and when I was in the service, they didn't give you ear protection. That was just unheard of. I mean, that's what, the way it is. Okay, no, I understand that because yeah, he did a he did two tours during his last war, and I was trying to help him with his uh, I guess e benefits or benefits. It, it cracked me up when I looked at his record and it said tinnitus was not service related, and that <laughs> kind of shocked me. Well, it depends on what his MOS was. Right. You have to first. The first thing is what is what is it? What was his job specialty? Um, and, 
I'm believing it was logistics. Well, log- right. logistics. When he, went to the, when he went out to the war, he was volunteering to climb up on top of the Humvees and, you know, holding on to the M50. Right, but um, when they say logistics, you know, if you're, if you're sitting in a warehouse or something like that, the chances of loud noises continuously around you, it, okay. it, it's hard to say. Right. If, if you're, let's say, in a tank core or something like that, you're around noise, engines. If you maintain aircraft, you're around engines and loud noise. All the, you have to go with the MOS. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't have it. Hey, hey Ron. I got you. Hey, Ron, this is Sean. I, I have a question for you, uh, and it's more to, to get clarification. Uh, you mm-hmm. said that you went on to his e-benefits to try to help him, or, or you're just looking. Did you have a service officer help prepare the the claims for him, or did you guys do this yourself? No, he's actually got one right now because I had a very good friend who's a disabled vet that hooked this up with the, with the VSO. So he's working that plan now, and Okay. I just want to throw a shout out to God, God bless Margie Downer at the VA because she did a hell of a lot to help him. That's okay, that's what getting denied. You know, that's so what I'm we want to hear. I'm trying to help yeah. my brother. You know, and if that, they deny you 20 times, apply a 21st time. Yeah, well, I'm dealing with that myself right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, gentlemen, thank you for helping me there, and thank You're you for welcome. your service. Yeah, You're and uh, thank your brother for his service. You guys stay safe. I will, brother. You, you know, you miss something, and I'm ashamed of you, boy. Because I just saw a metal jacket for the third time. Remember the journalists? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember they're all in there talking about how they're going to write this story and that story? Yes. Then they got hit. And what did, the, what did the captain say there? He said, grab your weapons, Marines. We're being hit. And here's all these journalists, cats still typing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they all took off, grabbed their weapons, and they were they had their their assignments. Yeah. They could be any MOS. Right. But they're still basically fighting Marines. You know. Right. You could be a cook. You could be cleaning a toilet. But that weapon better be there. You 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 almost got me to tell a story, I'm not gonna do it. One, I don't have enough time. Well what how much time we got? We Man, have about going four by minutes fast. Left. We have four minutes left to the top of the hour, which would be 8 o'clock. Oh, time for your medications, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, but, I mean, it's true. I've, I've been places to where if if uh, the warning went up, whatever that warning was at the time, mm-hmm. you, you dropped everything you did and you grabbed your own 16 you went to a foxhole. Mm-hmm. Or you manned whatever you yeah. wanted. Yeah, right. but I, I think, and ten, I was, and I was in the Air Force. But I think tendonitis is over a span of time. It, it is. Uh, it's not it's tendonitis not. or tonitis. Tonitis is hearing. Tonitis is hearing. Tendonitis. Are you going to pick on? Are you going to pick on my hearing? <laughs> I, kids, I gave kids. you, I gave you extra battery so you can hear. And I got it on. Kids. Uh, kids. Yes. Yes. Sorry, teacher. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Told his fault. <laughs> oh wow! I'm gonna send you both to the corner. My hearing is better than his. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I, I, I wow! I don't even know where to go now. I, I have modern hearing aids. He's got the cheap crap. Cheap? These aren't cheap. 
I don't. I don't think there's a such thing as a cheap hearing aid. That's true. They they go for like two, yeah. three, four thousand dollars. Four yeah. grand. Four yeah. grand. Uh, you know, I saw I saw a commercial on TV the other day about hearing aids. Oh yeah. And they're like, oh, ten percent off. Of what? <laughs> so I, I went to their website to check it out. Yeah. Ten uh, percent off of three thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I, I, I actually, you know, I think I think that was free shipping. I think we paid three thousand dollars to ship them to yeah. you for free. Yeah. Uh, but I mean. They've, hearing aids have really, really come a long, long Yeah. There's an app, this particular hearing aid, their top of the line, which was $3,000. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes with an app that you put onto your phone. Yeah. yeah. You put the hearing aids in, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you go, okay, right ear. Yeah. And it evaluates yeah. your ear. Yeah, yeah. And it sets the yes. hearing aids up for Yeah, they offered that to me. Yeah. And I said, were you crazy? Well, you can't even operate a kiosk. That's right. And proud to be. Uh, <laughs> right. But when John goes back there and gets his hearing checked, she's going to do the same thing to you, John. Uh, she's a smoothie, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. You guys. Well, I don't, I, what, 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 here, last word. Uh, to all of those out there in Radio Land, this show is all about you for you. We care. We care. Wow. I was getting, I started that a little early because I was on give you guys a little opportunity yeah, to talk. I just threw you off a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, holy, wow. Well, we care, so you should care. We all care. Yes. You care, I care, we all care. And those Is that are listening out screen, there in California, <laughs> if you hear something on this radio show that I think you, we should know about, please call Tom Devlin. Wow, you said your own name on that one. Yes, I was, gonna, I was looking at John Atulik when I said that. <laughs> Don't call me. Call Sean Watson. <laughs> so um anyway and you know we have we have a lot of listeners uh we have the guys from thailand that that tune in uh everyone's one of the guys up in japan korea tune in uh philippines uh Saipan. Palau. yeah i mean this radio show goes a long ways and I want to thank all of our callers tonight, especially uh, uh, Tim Ono and yep. Dairon Cruz yes. uh, and the effort that they're doing. I'm, I'm really hoping they both testify on Tuesday for this bill. What was it, 16436? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Quick, quick shot. 184. 184. 184. I had a number wrong. Okay. My bad. That's okay. It's all right. You try. Uh, You're all human. Uh, and again, uh, uh, Suicide Prevention Month. If you, mm. if you need help, search help. This has been Vet Talk on News Talk K57. We'll see you next week. Man, I'm chilled. A hundred days have made me older Since the last time that I saw your pretty face 